Warning, the opinions expressed on this particular podcast are the opinions of the hosts and the guests alone. They do not represent the army, the police, or anything else. Simply our opinions, no one else's. Thank you and enjoy before I forget. Hey guys, Tyree here with Before I Forget, and I want to talk to you guys a little bit about Anchor.fm. It's the platform that we're using to broadcast our podcast to you. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, kind of like what I'm doing right now. When hosting Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes Radio, and tons more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. Best thing you can do if you're looking to start your own podcast is go ahead and download Anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get to our show before I forget. So check this shit out, man. I was listening to other pages like podcasts and shit Mm. just to be like kind of a dick. Not really a dick, but, you know, check our shit against other people's shit. Yeah. We're so much better. Oh, yeah? We're so much better. Like, they're, other people's conversations that they have on this fucking thing, it doesn't seem like real conversations. It seems like super staged. And I know, like, our, our frame for our show is, is staged for the most part. But the, the conversations that they have compared to what we have is just way different. <clears throat> so... So we're better. Fuck yeah, we're way better. By far. Hey everybody, um, I'm Kevin and with me is Tyree and this is Before I Forget, the podcast. Say hi. Sorry, I tried to jump in there. Hey. Hey. Yeah, that's Tyree and I'm still Kevin and this is still Before I Forget, the podcast uh, where we get together sometimes with ourselves or with our friends and we talk about our experiences in the army life pre 9-11 deployment stuff combat stuff um but tonight i think we're going to change it up a little bit and um to be with the the times the the time of the year we're going to talk about holidays while deployed and away from families Um, hell yeah christmas time (laughs) good old good old grimma tree yeah man that was a let's see i mean really for me like my first holiday over there was would have been uh i mean first like family get together holiday would, would have been thanksgiving in, in 2001 yeah i guess so for you i think i kind of ducked that one out and uh i just got done with basic and i was home on leave so i actually got to be home for my first uh christmas in the military oh yeah which was pretty bitching i uh Man, I can't remember if I went on that block leave. I'm sure I didn't because I wouldn't have had leave time. But um, let's see here. We had, uh, you know, because I got to Germany in October of 01 and there was block leave that year. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I was still in Germany um, for that one because I was able to go on leave before we went to Kosovo in 02. Yeah. I don't honestly, I don't remember. Thanksgiving in 2001. Um, well, I don't remember a ton of it, but I do remember, thanks to love, actually, when I was down in Tampa, 
seeing them. He Mike that that we did Thanksgiving at his place because uh, he was a new soldier and uh, you know we didn't, obviously didn't know anybody and so we went over there to his place and that would have been I guess the first time that I would have met his oldest daughter Sapphire that we talked about with him in his last show. Oh wow! Yeah, look at that worked out. <laughs> yeah, so I guess she would have been like two or three years old and then and then uh, now she's an adult. <laughs> you know, yeah, that goes. Yeah. So, how did you feel about being away from the house uh, the first time, first go, your first first Christmas or first Thanksgiving event? Well, I mean, even thinking about that first Christmas too, like it was different. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, my family was you know butthurt that I couldn't be there, but you know, understandably. But uh, I don't know. I've never really been a holiday kind of person. I've never really been big into family gatherings. I don't. The large part of it is I just don't agree with the like the commercialization of those particular holidays in that in, in this particular season. You know what I mean? Like it seems like all the holidays. I mean, Thanksgiving is absolutely overrun by Black Friday deals that start a week out, and then you know the the week after with Cyber Monday, and and then <laughs> you know it's just. I mean, I, I have I have a big problem with 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 uh, with big big uh, retail corporations trying to use these holidays I mean like veterans day veterans day sales and fourth of july sales and memorial day sales you know what i mean like it's, so you're telling me you don't appreciate the cheaper deals <laughs> i mean it's not it's it's not even uh why, why was that so funny no it's funny to me like you you sound pissed off about the better deal on, on fucking well on veterans it's, it's, day. like fucking take the deal dude yeah, I mean, I, I'm not one of those people that goes out to like Applebee's I mean, and gets. I, that I don't. Yeah, either. yeah, same. I don't do that either. That's fucking tacky. But uh, I'm just saying, like, if you're at if you're at Walmart on fucking Veterans Day and they got the, you know, or you buy some shit on Amazon, why not? I do it. What the fuck? Well, I tell you. So, um, you know, I was talking to a guy today, um, mm-hmm. actually about uh, about the Black Friday deals and all that stuff. And I told him, I, I was like, and I, I did it for like, a, just to kind of see what the differences would be. And so I went on a website and I added in a Samsung 70 inch, uh, you know, fucking UHD TV, 4K TV. Mm-hmm. And the um, bad boy I, for life. Yeah. And, and I also, you know, I had this, the, one of my watches um, is the Garmin Phoenix 5 uh, X Pro which is, you know, a really expensive watch. Does mm-hmm. all the things, though, if shit. you're into activities and shit. Plug for Garmin. <laughs> Plug for Garmin. And uh, <clears throat> so I was like, for funsies, you know, I'm going to put that TV in the car, and I found that they, they were selling that watch, so I, or the new one, the, the updated one. Mm-hmm. And so I put the uh, the 6X uh, Pro uh, with the sapphire lens and all that stuff on my, um, on my uh, shopping cart. And I was like, okay, let's compare the deals. Let's see how much I'm saving. $200. I would have saved $200. Now, sure, $200 is $200, but like, is that, that's not that much of a deal. Like, people will wait for Black Friday or Cyber Monday to get these deals. That's not much of a deal when you're talking, you know, uh, a $700 TV and an $800 watch. Oh, yeah, well. If you're spending the money, you're gonna spend the money. There's some things that they they they're just not gonna give you a discount on. Like yeah, I, I mean, I, I've been obsessing over that uh, Rocaster Pro for the show and some, mm-hmm. some new speakers, but they haven't offered any kind of discounts on those, and that's six hundred bucks. 
and I'm gonna get it. It's fucking gonna happen because my show is gonna be the bomb. But <laughs> I gotta fucking uh, suck it up and drive on with it, I guess. Sons yeah. of bitches. I might even get a used one. I don't give a fuck as long as it's, it makes the show. Yeah, but that's kind of my thing, though. It's like I mean, the deals aren't even like that super great. And then like Black Friday, like you know, so like you, th- Thursday Thanksgiving is you know a family get together. Generally, it's an all day event for a lot of families. They get together, make all this food, and people are you know hanging out and talking. Or you have those people who are like, oh my god, I gotta go see my family. You know, I literally you know left the state to not do this, and now they're making me come back. Blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and um. And now, like, so now Thanksgiving is cut short because everyone's got to get up at three, th- three, you know, three o'clock in the morning to go stand in line uh, to get all these like deals that aren't even great deals that you can also get just by shopping online. Yeah, I, was gonna, kind- I was just going to say that. Just go online and do it. Yeah, it's just kind of insane. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just I just don't agree with 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 all that stuff. When, and that's with, the, with all the holidays. I think it's just kind of ridiculous. But um, I get it, though. People want to make money and what you know what better time to have sales than when people are normally going to be off work Mm -hmm. um but you know is what it is but i don't know i've never really been like you know i grew up with a split family and you know so like the thanksgiving this year would be at my dad's house and then thanksgiving next year in my mom's house um so that was always kind of annoying too and then you know christmas christmas break you had to deal with all that as a as a young and yeah um, pretty much since birth. Um, so that's like, that's what I, that's what I knew holidays to be. Um, and then, you know, Christmas break, you know, I'd get a week, the first week would be at my dad's and then the second week would be at my mom's and we, you know, it would change at three o'clock on Christmas day. And then the mm-hmm. next year, you know, it would, it would flip. So I would be had the first week at my mom's and the second week at my dad's. Um, I don't know. It just kind of, kind of takes all the fun out of it. Oh yeah, it it definitely would for a little bit. I think uh, that's a rough way to go, man. My my shit when we were when I was younger, you know, the whole family came over to the grandma's house. Everybody, mm-hmm. people you haven't seen in in a while. I mean, we're always over there anyway. Me, my mom, my uh, cousins, uh, aunties, all that kind of shit. Any given Sunday or uh, Saturday or Sunday, we're over there. So. The fact that, you know, it's Thanksgiving, we're going to cook a little bit big. Well, they're going to cook a lot bigger, fry a turkey or something crazy. And uh, I always have fun, man. I love, uh, mm-hmm. I loved when I was younger, holidays. Now, after, I don't know, years of being on the street, working and out there in the Army working, I kind of don't give a shit about them so much. <clears throat> yeah, man. I mean, you think about it, dude. Like, there's 365 days in a year. Right. Yeah. And those are like every one of those days is an opportunity to be thankful for shit or to go see your family. You don't have to wait until Thanksgiving or Christmas to cook a fucking turkey, which isn't even that good anyway. Like, you know, I I'm not not knocking my family's like, you know, ability to cook a turkey, but Mm -hmm. it's just I've had turkey. I don't know how many years in a row and it's never really good and it's not just my parents when when they make it it's when anybody makes it it's just always dry it's just a kind of a shitty animal to eat but <laughs> you know what i mean man you must yeah y'all got some <laughs> bad turkeys in because we could you know fry a turkey up out here man and change yeah. your life it's just delicious yeah but again I, that's just we we have a turkey have a duck ham 
uh, all kind of shit. Crazy, not crazy shit, but all kind of stuff. Like, I was, was so gonna much say fun, like, man. that duck is crazy. Like who who has duck? I've only eaten duck once, and that was when I was in uh, Bulgaria. Well, it oh, was man. duck heart. It wasn't duck, duck heart. But... Yeah, I've had the duck heart there too. Yeah. Uh, no, man, duck is delicious. It's nice and oily. It's yeah. Got a lot of good flavors. Oh man, it's it's oh boy. Yeah, you I don't know, know, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to feed you some duck at some point. Some of this duck meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Duck meat. I, did, I saw a thing. Uh, I was reading a post on, on Facebook about how, you know, taxidermy on bats is ethically wrong or something. And some guy commented, I love the taste of bat. Just like chicken and bacon all in one. <laughs> what? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I was like, okay. That's random. That's way out there. <clears throat> um, so I might, uh, might try bat next year. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh, you don't don't even tell me how it goes. I don't want to know. Uh, yeah, no, not even. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what about Christmas? <clears throat> Christmas time now. Christmas time rolls around, and you're uh, still in Germany. Yeah, um, no, and, and so that's kind of the thing. Like that year, I do remember like the holidays being a lot, a uh, lot uh, less stressful because of you know not having to worry about like whose house I'm going to go to because that was the first year that ever happened to me. Okay. Um, so that you know, that year was I could do whatever I wanted. You know what I mean? If I wanted to go to McDonald's and eat a chicken sandwich across the street from Lip Barracks, then I absolutely could do that. And I actually did do that in two thousand three for Thanksgiving. Two thousand yeah, two thousand three for Thanksgiving. Or two thousand two, sorry. Yeah, two thousand two for Thanksgiving, I was sitting at McDonald's on Niedervernstraße, you know, eating a chicken sandwich. And I was like, Man. And like, you know, Thanksgiving uh was a phone call, you know what I'm saying? Like calling back mm-hmm. home and being like, Hey, sorry, yeah, miss you guys, see you on Christmas, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um and uh and all that stuff. Um but and, you know, because we were paying minute by minute on the phone to call internationally, like it was a short phone call and that was fine. Mm-hmm. I just remember that first year that it being um it being a lot less stressful. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm able to do it on my own terms. And, you know, if I want to go to somebody's house, I can, if I want to go out to the bars, I can, because they don't do Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Christmas is done differently in Germany too. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I uh, I just remember it being not to say not more enjoyable because I mean, it's, it's still cool to see my family, but you know, it's, uh, it was definitely just easier than it had been the rest of my life okay i get that makes perfect sense um what year did we go over to paul and keith for uh thanksgiving was that 2002 2003 well um because they were so excited to have phillips an actual oh yeah actual person native to the land Oh yeah, one of the one one of their one of their daughters, one of their daughters was super. I mean, she was just a little mean, what five or six maybe at the time, and and yeah. uh, and and she was super excited to have a real life uh, Native American uh, sitting yeah. at her table for Thanksgiving. Uh, I think that was how oh, that might have been two thousand two, two thousand three. I think it was three. two. I think that was two because right after Kosovo. Yes, I was a uh, little. I didn't know where to go for Thanksgiving and. I think Keith was like, hey, you know, Paul is cooking. You know, y'all can come on out. And we had already, I had already hung out at their house once or twice. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, that's, they're, they're cool folks. It's, this works for me. And, you know, as long as, you know, they're always going to extend the, the welcome out to everybody else. 
I think it was a good amount of us that went. I got pictures from that. Oh, yeah. No, there's a lot of us that went. I think that was the time that, uh, you know, Dave was there. Um, was Kurt there? I think he was still was he in Germany at that time. Crazy Kurt? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think he was there yet. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of folks there. But that was that was kind of the what the what the Goths did, right? Like they were like the um the adoptive family for the single soldiers um stuck in Germany, you know, mm-hmm. on the holidays and stuff like that. Like we were always over their house. Always, yeah. Yep. Which was nice, man. I mean that definitely cuz I mean like I I get how some people will feel lonely on those holidays. Um and uh, miss their families and all that stuff. So it's good to have those those gatherings and bring everybody together like that. I think that was like a really big morale booster. And we talked, I know we've talked a lot about like, you know, being together for so long and all that stuff. I think it was events like that that really did kind of help bring everybody together. Yeah, I think so. I got to agree with that. Um, just laughing and, and hanging out with the guys away mm-hmm. from away from the barracks, having a normal meal away from the defect. Uh, yeah having something that feels like a family situation that's not in army fatigues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> no, I mean, yeah, it's absolutely right. Like, like, you know, we're, we're over there. We're, and that's the thing is like, you know, starting off at the time, I think it was an E5 when he first got there. I think by this point it was an E6 and, you know, mm-hmm. we're all lower enlisted soldiers, but like they're taking us all in, you know what I mean? And, you know, and we're all over there drinking and we're having fun and, you know, we could go out to the bars and drink, but like, it was different in that environment because, you know, it was more of a, a family thing. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I've talked to, to soldiers now, man, like younger soldiers, and they just don't have that. Keith even said that whenever he reclassed to, uh, to 25 series Camo and got stationed down in uh, Fort Huachuca, mm-hmm. he tried to do the same thing with the single soldiers there and they, they just, they weren't having it. So maybe it was just a combat arms thing. Well, I mean, we were a bunch of young kids too. At that at that point, uh, uh, the majority of us were just having our first uh, real time away from the home uh, for holidays. So maybe that had a little bit something to do with it. I mean, the way he tells it, it was a uh, the same situation with with some of those kids. They just would rather sit in their barracks and play video games. Well, fuck you know? those kids. Oh, I know, man. But it kind of makes kind of makes you wonder. I mean, video games were kind of a thing back when we were in too. But like. You know, it's the whole work hard, play harder kind of mentality, I think, because no, being, yeah. being infantry, you know what I'm saying? Like we didn't, you know, we went out and we trained hard. We were constantly doing something. So when we did have our time off or when we did have our three day, three day weekends or our holidays or whatever, like, yeah, man, we're definitely going to fucking cut loose, man. Like work hard, play harder. Yeah. I love the hell out of uh, going over to anyone's house, really, uh, just because it was different from the barracks. Mm hmm. And that was always cool by me. Like I, the barracks was a depressing place. Not depressing, but just fucking. Nah, it kind of was. It definitely kind of was. Um, I mean, I never. There's a handful of times probably where I was, you know, we're drinking in the barracks and nobody's going out, and I just was like so fucking bored with it, man. And and it could, and it could be, you know, because I wanted to go out and hear, you know, the music or, or you know, go hit on German chicks or whatever it was, but. Just sitting in the barracks, just kind of like and drinking, just kind of felt like, like the beginnings of being a drunk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't sit at home by myself and get shit faced. Like, that's just weird. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do that here either. Like, yeah. uh, but there it seems like, hey, what are you doing? It's time we just got off work. Let's go ahead and head on over to class six, and grab all the alcohol. Yeah. Like, no, and that's, 
and that's not to say like after you know close the business formation you know we wouldn't go over the class six and buy like a six pack or whatever each and then go back to the barracks and drink mm-hmm. there but like that's pre-gaming to go out you know what I mean? yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's Tuesday your night. six pack plus my six pack plus his six pack plus his yeah. six pack we're gonna drink yeah. all those shits we're gonna hop in the taxi we're gonna have stop maybe grab a donor on the way to the whatever the hell Mm-hmm. get there and just drink even more i guess that was more appropriate but just drinking in the barracks man it i feel you 100 it was a little bit of a depressing situation <clears throat> man there was i'll tell you uh and we're a little off topic but there was one one night like we were drinking in the barracks and it was uh me and curtis and walker when they were living when we were all living in a room together so after mike had moved out mm-hmm. um and and uh <clears throat> Man, what was it? A Saturday night, I guess. Uh, Friday, Friday night or Saturday night? I guess. It was definitely a weekend night. Um, and we were just drinking, and it got to the point where we were just like rowdy. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like we we flat out destroyed that barracks room. Like we had smashed uh, bottles all over <laughs> the place. That I don't know if you remember that blue acoustic guitar. Yes. Um, that I had. That thing. That's when that thing got destroyed. Um, I was kind of happy to see that get destroyed because uh, you would have set yourself on fire with that. And I'm like, he's going to do it at some point. But continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, like that barracks room was fucking trashed, dude. Like we were taking the trash can and like, like slamming it. Like it was completely full of bottles and we would just pick it up and slam it on the ground as they start like stomping like glass bottles. I mean, like I'm telling you, like this room was fucked like so bad that um, the, the next morning, uh, Keith came in to get I think Walker and Kurt because mm-hmm. they had to go do something with the Bradleys and he was like what the fuck happened in here <laughs> and we're like we got a little carried away it's like y'all need to fucking dial this shit back and you know how he was he's very calm mm-hmm. always he's calm like, folks if you ever let me for one second the calmest dude mm-hmm. you've ever met I mean I don't know if they had explosions away from us that we didn't see like maybe you know, I doubt he was like a different person, but the calmest person I've never seen him angry. Only once that was that day for some shit. Yeah, yeah. No man, he he was he was all about keeping his cool, man. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, he was he. I mean, he was mad. You know what I mean? But like in a calm way. Yeah. Like I it's remember like that night though. <laughs> disappointed father. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> um, that night though, man, like. We didn't have a lot of money between us, and that was another thing. That was part of the reason why we were drinking in the barracks, um, because you know you go to the bar, drinks cost a little bit more than just going to the class six and buying a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all decided, you know what, fuck it, man. Like, let's the room is trashed. Fuck it, man. Let's go out. And um, so we went to an ATM, and the plan was is we were going to figure out how much we could all take out, and then you know, we were going to pull it together, right? And so, and that's something else that you don't really see a lot in the world, man. Like, you know, like. You don't have money and I have money. Well, now we have money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's just kind of how it was. Because mm-hmm. um, we all want to go out and have a good time. We want to make sure you know our, our bros go out and have a good time with us. Yeah. But I remember when, it works. The only way it works. Yeah. Um, so we went to an ATM, though, and like we were like fired up over like just destroying that guitar and that fucking trash can and all these bottles and shit, man. And like these dudes are standing at the ATM and we the whole time we're like, do we fuck that motherfucker up? Like being loud and shit. And you know, it's like, oh, y'all fuck somebody up? We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we fucked him up. <laughs> Shit, yeah, we did. We, Hell yeah, we did. We, we did it. Yeah, we did it. 
yeah, we committed that crime. Yeah. yeah. Um, not, you know, they, we didn't tell them it was you know, an acoustic guitar in a trash can, but mm-hmm. it was still kind of funny to see a look in their face. Um, you know, but, uh, but yeah, man. So that, I mean, that's, that was drinking in the barracks was just okay. But like drinking at home. Now I'll tell you, like we, I remember there was one time, one time in particular that we all went over to the Hiles place or was it, was it, was it Peeps's place? It depends on what side of the street it was on. Well, I don't remember any of that, but I do remember it's the one that you, the you and I have pictures from. Okay, so that was uh, Peep's place. I mean, they lived right across the street. Like literally, yeah. you can look out of Peep's window and wave at Hile. <clears throat> oh, okay. So, yeah. So uh, that I, particular day was that what was was that uh, house uh, Peep's house? My bad. Yeah. Well, I just remember kind of feeling a little awkward when we first got over there because I, I didn't really know, like you know, like Peep's and I like talked, but like we weren't like super super close you know what i mean and like so i definitely kind of felt like i was like the friend of the friend in that scenario but yeah. definitely ended up you know continuing drinking and and then everybody got along and it was fine but yeah mm-hmm. that, that makes sense i don't really uh you weren't really a a person that was around that place a lot mm-hmm. um that was just a different group of folks back then i guess really like maybe once or twice you went over there yeah yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe twice. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But uh, but yeah, man. So um, so you, you got to spend that first Thanksgiving and and uh, with your with your family. But you were, where, where were you at Christmas? You hadn't made it yet to Germany, did you? Uh, no. For Christmas, I was still at still at home. I I was uh, in basic for Thanksgiving, so I missed mm. that. Uh, at home for Christmas, and I was in Germany by January. Yeah, what did uh, do you remember what they served on on Thanksgiving in basic? Oh, some turkey and some mashed potatoes and dressing and that like kind of shit. They had the full spread, but you, you know, yeah, eat as much as you can before somebody comes up and starts screaming at you like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it's days, but like it's still basic training. Yeah, it's still basic. I, I mean, they might have the first sergeant up there serving food or something, but yeah. still, and change. Yeah, no, I saw a picture of that uh, two days ago. Actually, I can't remember. I can't remember if it was that Benning or Leonard Wood or where I think it was at Leonard Wood actually. But um, you know, the drill sergeants were behind the chow line serving the privates, and um, you know, and there's like, you know, you get a lot of pictures of that because that's something that you know people want to see. Like the the John Q. Public wants to see the drill sergeants, you know, being like nice and polite to their mm-hmm. soldiers. But then, and there's one picture of privates, just the one picture of privates sitting down eating. Yeah. And, you know, it almost looks forced. You know what I mean? It's like fucking smile for this picture. <laughs> I wouldn't call it forced. I would call it they're just terrified. They wouldn't have any other clue of what to do in this particular situation because, yeah. you know, normally for Thanksgiving, my mom is feeding me food instead of drill sergeant fuckhead. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so you were home for that Christmas and then uh, and then off to Germany. Off to Germany, and everything was weird from then on out until this very second. Yeah, so just now, just now. Um, so that deployment to Kosovo, we didn't really miss a ton of holidays. We, we missed like Fourth of July and uh, and uh, my birthday. <laughs> what months were we in Kosovo again? April to November, mid-April to mid-November, um, or early November. Okay, so, I remember Thanksgiving in Kosovo, because uh, 
uh, Grigsby. Not Grigsby. Grig. What was the fucking? Yeah, Colonel Grigsby. Yeah, Colonel Grigsby. Uh, from me and somebody else. Uh, and he's like laughing and joking. It was like really weird looking because we hadn't seen him laugh and joke. We always seen him like always intense as shit, you know. Yeah. Fucking blue spader and fucking on my chest and all this kind of shit on my heart. And mm-hmm. Balls yeah, yeah. and all this. But <laughs> when it came down to, you know, what we saw that day was just like this dude that was just like a dumbass like me and me and you mm-hmm. having a conversation. And I remember uh, they were eating turkey. I'm like, fucking, that's weird. Not what I would expect on a normal Thanksgiving. So maybe it was late November when we left. Because be, I know we left in November, and you know Thanksgiving is always, what, like the last Thursday or some shit of November. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we had like an early Thanksgiving thing on the, on the deployment um, before we came home. Um, only thing I really remember about eating in, in Kosovo was the 24-hour sandwich bar. Which was beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Neither day, man, because we we have you know dumb 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 shifts, dumb hours, coming in off patrols at like you know two o'clock in the morning and just kind of fucking hungry, and twenty uh, four hour sandwich bar always the there, yeah, always always there. It was that was a good thing that made me happy. <laughs> yeah, but the so that uh, that following that you know Christmas in 02, you know that's generally when we got block leave, and I'll tell you what annoys me the most about that. So <clears throat> we're stationed in Germany. And, you know, it costs anywhere from 600 to like $1,000 to, to buy a round trip ticket back home. Mm-hmm. And so I do. And I'm at the time, you know, I, you know, in 02, I had just promoted E4. So I'm, I'm, I'm making what, $2,200 a month. Fuck right? yeah. Hell yeah. And, Make uh, rain. <laughs> yeah. So now I got it. Now I got to take one full paycheck and a little bit of another one to like, buy a plane ticket home and fly all the way back, you know, and we all do it, right? Like we all, we all fly home, have all of our connections, mm-hmm. get, get home. And we're there for two weeks, you know, 14 days, 13 days, whatever, whatever it came out to be, whatever, how, however much leave we had and however much we were allowed to go. Yep. And then people are like, Oh my God, you're in town. Come out and see me. Drive over here and see me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I live an hour away. Come up, come up and see me. I was like, I just flew from Germany. Like, <laughs> do you drive the hour and come see me? Yeah, like I, I got it. I got us here halfway. Like, meet me halfway, mm-hmm. bro. No, I yeah. never had that issue. Like, uh, I think one. No, we. Uh, I never really traveled past that. I mean, if I'm going home, I'm going home. I'm not going to visit anybody else. Like, you can come see me. I am yeah. here. I am present. Like I don't, I don't feel like driving hours and hours. And maybe back then I maybe would have, but I seriously doubt I would have because again, I'm here. Come see me. Yeah, no, I mean, that, I mean, that's how it should be. And for folks yeah. listening, if you have a soldier who is in, or you know, a service member in the military, and they travel all their duty station to home, even if they're stationed within the states, make the effort and go see them. Like, don't make them come out and see you unless they absolutely want to. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if if you live on the other side of the state from where they are, drive your ass there. If you're not willing to do it, then I guess you don't get to see them. Because, you know, yeah. I mean, that's just, it's just, it's inconsiderate. It really is. I mean, <sighs> and I get like, sometimes people don't have the money and the funds for that kind of shit. Like, but, you know, 
If you're, I mean, how much is gas really? I mean, back then, cheap back then. Yeah, how much? Yeah, it doesn't cost much to drive an hour, come yeah. hang out for a minute. I mean, I'm fucking living in Germany for years. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, I would have people be like, man, it'd really be good to see you on the holidays. Um, you ought to come out, or you know, family that lives elsewhere. And I'm like, no, I'm not gonna yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. It's not a part of the plan. <laughs> yeah, but you know. So, you know, coming, coming, uh, you know, having the holidays back home and then going right back to Germany, like that was kind of the cool thing, right? Because like Christmas was always the 25th and then New Year's was always the first. And there was always that like, you know, I'm going to try and be back in Germany for New Year's because, you know, at the time I was, you know, what it was, uh, I think I just turned 20 in 02. So mm-hmm. I wasn't even allowed to drink back in the States. You know, so like yeah. I, I definitely wanted to make sure that I was back in Germany for for New Year's, um, even though leave generally extended all the way out to like, you know, the third to the fifth of January, something like that. But I feel like such a dumbass because at the same time, I'm like, I really need to be home for Christmas. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to go and do that. And, and man, I could have been traveling all over the place as a ki- not a kid, but as a young adult doing oh, things on, on my own I, so hats off for, to you to for planning that out because i just did not i was a, well, I, I was a big mama's boy no i mean i definitely wanted to come home too but like i don't know man i think about it though you remember you remember ho oh young ho yeah yep um he has a kid now you know Sorry I, to sidetrack I, you. no yeah no i saw the picture that's actually what he, um I, I saw his post on facebook today Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's what made me think of it. it was like we should talk to him because he spent all of his time off like traveling Europe. You know, he was in that's he's right. he, he's from Korea, you know, mm-hmm. moves to the States, joins the army, gets stationed in Germany. It didn't matter if it was like a two day weekend, three day weekend, or block leave, he was somewhere. Like he is not a yeah, there, yeah, exactly. He he'd come walking in on Sunday, like fresh off the train from fucking Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's what we should have been doing. You know what That's I mean? what we should have been doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> that's so funny, dude. Like, uh, I would think, like, man, he's such a he's he's just never around. He's always out there mm-hmm. doing other shit. And then he show us these pictures, and I'm like, fucking Young Ho is out here doing it. Yeah, because that was his name, it was Young Ho, and it was funny to me because I was immature. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I mean, what an unfortunate name, but like, you know, can't help it. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, like, he, he went to all these fucking places. I mean, you think we're, we're stationed in Germany, man. Like, how long was our train ride to Paris, which is in, like, the middle of France? Like, fucking eight hours and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that was a long way because there was a detour around the city because they were, they were working on the tracks. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, when we flew to the Canary Islands, which are, like, off the coast of Morocco, you know, it was a six-hour flight. <clears throat> You know, I think was it takes it? me. Oh yeah, shit, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, six hours. It takes me about six hours to fly to fucking L.A. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. It's just we we definitely. Uh, I mean, we traveled, right? Some, yeah, we traveled, but not, but not, not as much like as we he, could have. Yeah, definitely not like he did. Yeah, he he fucking killed it. Hats off to Ho. Fucking killed it out there, and his yeah. kid and all that, man. Congratulations. He didn't kill the kid. He had no. the kid. He created the kid, the kid. The kid was created. He yeah. helped put it together, literally. Yeah. Build a bear. Build a kid. Brick by brick and bone. So, <laughs> right. um, 
things continue on. Like, uh, we get back to, uh, what was it, 2003, really. Yeah. Uh, that whole crazy time. We always kind of talk about it with everyone we talk to, but we don't really get into it ourselves about it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you know, you, you think about like, uh, so after Kosovo, you know, I remember going to the PX and the members of the VFW, the Veterans of Foreign Wars, were set, were set up there. They knew we had just got back and they're like, hey, did you guys just get back from Kosovo? Because now you qualify to be members of the VFW. I'm like, how does this make me a veteran? I deployed to peacekeeping and, you know, we did it anyway, but, you know, I, what made me think of that is like we're, if we're talking about holidays, like Memorial Memorial Day and Veterans Day and all of those. Like those never even meant a thing to me. Um, yeah, yeah. For even for years after this, even years after after uh, the, I mean the year that we came home. I mean, I came home uh, like basically right after Memorial Weekend. And, you know, and I was home for Veterans Day and I remember sitting in class for Veterans Day in 2005 because I was in college. I was in my uh, comp one class and my teacher was a very liberal teacher. Um, um, But she says, you know, in today's Veterans Day. And so let's be let's thank all of our veterans or whatever. I was the only one in the class and she was like, and we have one here in the class with us. Mm -hmm. And she said, so thank you. And I was like. Can you not? Can you not draw attention to me, please? Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how you felt about it. I did, man. Because I mean, I was still like <clears throat> figuring things out in my head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I just and I've ne- I've never been one to be like you know thank me for my service. Yeah, um, those guys you know I mean? are cool. Yeah, yeah. If you're one of those dudes, you royally <laughs> suck. Really? Oh, yeah. Royally, royally suck. Yeah. If you hear this and you do that. You like penises. Yeah. If you, if you hear, if you are listening and you're the veteran that goes like, like after this first service puts on your military uniform or something and you go to the restaurant and you demand service because you're a veteran and then you don't leave a tip asshole. You're a cocksucker. There you go. Flat out. And not just a tip. I mean, because like generally, like what you know, eighteen to twenty percent is customary, right? Uh, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. If you're getting a free meal, exactly. Come on, man. tip them tip. the price of the meal. Don't be a cheap asshole. Yeah. I fucking hate people, man. That's you know, honestly, like I would go out for Veterans Day just to do that, just to be that guy that does that, right? Does the right thing just to show that, like, no, we don't all suck. Mm-hmm. But, um. This is kind of turning more into uh, a bitch fest and less about holidays. <laughs> I mean, it all ties together. We're staying. I mean, like, I, we're staying on point. I mean, this holiday, yeah, uh, shit. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're the, within the parameters. The, yeah, we're in the middle of the holiday spirit. Yeah, shit like this. I'm gonna go spirit. I'm gonna get some eggnog. Well, I can't drink no the dairy right now, man. I, yeah. This no, I, I have a, I have a sinus infection, folks. If you can't hear, I sound a little different. That explains that. Yeah, you sound like shit. Yeah, I know. Now, it's not COVID though. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the new Omicron or whatever the fuck variant we're on um, that you <laughs> can get over the phone. Yeah. Wait a minute. Speaking of Omicron, we have a uh, 
Quick word from our sponsors. We'll be right back on Before I Forget. Hey, folks. Tyree here. You ever have any issues with your... uh... Never mind. Fuck this. We'll do it a different time. <laughs> no, man. Let's let's go with it. Let's talk about let's talk about uh, you know we're talking about like the families, right? We're talking about holidays. We're talking about being around people that you don't want to be around. And yeah. you know what you need? Do you know what you need to be around people what that you, need? you that you don't like, even if it is your family? You need alcohol. Mm. Right? What sort of alcohol? Delicious alcohol? Cold alcohol? It doesn't even matter. When you are around your family on the holidays, just pour you a glass of whatever is in front of you and chug it Mm. and enjoy the holidays the best you can. Take it to the head. Turn it up. Speaking of toke, all my non-military folks out there who don't have to worry about peeing in a cup, I want to introduce you guys to something called cannabis. Yes, folks, cannabis is a hell of a uh, drug? No, it's a hell, it's a hell uh, of a thing. Thing, it's a hell of a medicine that helps out people in a tremendous way. And I wholeheartedly think that if you have the facilities and the abilities to do this without getting your employer, toke up. I promise. All this bullshit that's going on in the world right now won't even matter for a good hour and some change. So today's episode. So today's episode is brought to you by alcohol and marijuana. (laughs) Now back to the show. (laughs) Back to the show. (laughs) Oh my god, man! Only if only we can get paid by alcohol and weed. (laughs) Oh my god! Sign us up, weed. Yeah, just marijuana. Just dude. Just imagine. 0.00001% 0.00001% of daily sales would be, we would be billionaires overnight. Oh my God. Uh, Amheiser Bush hears this and they're like, hey, let's, let's sponsor these dudes for this show of theirs. And they send just the smallest amount. It'll be awesome. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll wear Amheiser Bush shit all day. Yeah. I got to. I mean, yeah, well, you gonna yeah, learn how to yeah. say it. you gonna learn how to say it right? Amheiser Bush. There's definitely no M in it. <clears throat> Anheuser. Yeah. Whatever. My dad used to work there. I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't you have his his work jacket? Yeah, but don't say Amheiser Bush on it. Say some other shit. No man. I gotta go look at the jacket now. Now you gotta. <laughs> now I gotta look. It's uh, A N Budweiser. H- E-U-S-E-R. Westside Distributors. There you go. Back in the day. Anyway, um, back to the show. Back to the show. (laughs) Back to the show. What is the big... What is the biggest... I don't know. what, What would you say is the biggest down... Like the biggest drawback of not being around your family when you first start the whole military thing, like you're, you're really free for the first time. Are there any drawbacks to that that you felt <clears throat> with holidays or in general with holidays? Since we're going to stay on that topic. Um, the biggest drawback was I would, in my opinion, or in my case was 
having to listen to them boohoo about me not being around for the holidays. Oh man. <clears throat> so, and, and I, I, I gotta say this, man, like people were like, when you join the military, you're going to get homesick when you're in basic training and you're going to, you're going to be all sad and miss mom and dad. And I mean, don't be wrong, man. Like I, I love my family, but like, I never had that, you know, like it wasn't a thing for me. Mm. I was, I was on a new adventure in my life. I was starting a, another chapter in my life and, and I was so focused on that. Um, you know, so I mean, it's not that I didn't want to be around my family um, on the holidays or in general, but, you know, I knew that I was on to something else and I knew that I was going to see them, you know, well, we don't know, right? We don't know what tomorrow brings, but I knew yeah. that I had plans to see them, you know what I mean? So, <clears throat> but that was, that was honestly like probably like the, the biggest struggle of it is, is, or, you know, like my mom, she didn't want me to join the army anyway. Like she just, she, I've been in for 20 years now and she still doesn't like that I'm still in because she's afraid that the next war could break out and they're going to call up everybody and their mother, not including her and mm-hmm. send us, you know, send us all off to war. Um, you know, but I mean, I think that's just, that's just, that comes along with being a mom. You know what I mean? Definitely. I think, uh, my like my life at that point, I was so deep into just doing my own thing that I didn't even call them. Yeah, and they tell me like that really hurt them like bad because I all this shit's going on in the world. Their boy just left to go to a different country, X Y Z, and all this shit's going on. And it would be so easy for me to just pick up a phone and call, but I was just too busy trying to do me, mm-hmm. being a dumbass, uh, dumbass kid. And I mean, I it's think definitely. Kinda, go ahead. I was gonna say it's definitely. Uh, um, I see both sides of that coin, though, because I mean, like like you said, like there, you know, nine eleven had just happened, and we're mm-hmm. starting a new war, the new global war on terror. Um, we're already in Afghanistan. And we're talking about going into Iraq and various other countries, and so from the family's perspective, I totally get like being worried about their son. But at the same time, here you are, you know, a young adult you know, trying to like make your way in life and figure out what is it that I am? Like, who am I? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, it's definitely uh, from our perspective, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a developmental stage um, where we want to, you know, kind of, it's kind of like back in the day, you know what I mean? Like way back in the day where like the son, you know, coming of age, um, becoming a man, right. And wants to go out into the woods and, and live on his own for a month or two to, to see if he can make it. You know what I mean? It's kind of one of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's a rite of, rite of passage kind of thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so mm-hmm. I definitely get both sides of that coin, though. But I'll tell you what, man. Um, I would hope that your, your family's not, like, you know, heard about it now. I mean, there's no point in holding those Oh, no, 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 no. That was, that was way back then. We talked about it. Like, I promised to do a better job and stay in contact with them, but uh, I was just saying, like, I, that's how dumb I was back then. Like, I didn't think about, not to say dumb, but that's just my mentality was I wasn't thinking about the the folks I just left. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about what I'm going to do tomorrow, where I'm going to go party, where I'm going to go drink or whatever. Yeah, and, it's, it's, a, it's a form of being selfish. And, 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 and I think that uh, the word selfish in itself is has, like, a lot of negative connotations. But, you know, like like Ayn Rand talks about in one of her, one of her points of philosophy is the virtue of selfishness, like the virtue of, of caring for oneself over somebody else. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The, 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 the virtue of, of, of living your life um, on your terms. Um, so, I mean, like I said, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a two-sided scenario. Yeah. 
man. So, what about uh, what part about having these new memories and new thoughts? Uh, sharing those kind of times with with these new soldiers, these new guys you just met. What was the best part about that? Man, it's it's kind of like uh, okay, so. How's the saying go? Like you know, friends of the family that you choose, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, in the military, that that saying I think has a lot more meaning, right? Because of the closeness between soldiers and the bonds that we have, because of the the trials and tribulations and the hard times that we have to go through. Yeah, and and so being able to experience these scenarios, because I mean, we in a company, in our company, we probably had 120, 140 people. Right. But like we weren't friends with all 120 people. We had our select few of friends, like our select group. Yeah. And those are the, the people that we like that we were really, really drawn to. And we get along and and, you know, we're on the same wave, same wavelength, so to speak. And mm-hmm. so being able to go out and do these things like like that trip that you and I took to uh, to Berlin um, <clears throat> is is probably like, um, I don't know, like. I think, I think that one, you know, more or less epitomizes kind of what you're asking is like, cause that was a new memory, right? Mm-hmm. And here you and I are from two very different backgrounds and upbringings and, and uh, you know, locations on the, in, the, in the country. And, you know, we become really good friends. And then now we're going up to, to Berlin to like, we, <laughs> with, the, with this plan in mind, like we went out and bought suits. It's shit. You know yeah. I mean? We Flash. went out and bought fucking suits and uh, we, we had to get a pass to go up there. Mm-hmm. And so here, here you and I are, right? These two, you know, dumbass young adults, all on our own in this in in, in a city that's so large that it's also considered a state. It's, Berlin is a city state. Yeah. Um. And and, and you know, when, I don't know, we brought Paige with us, but we'll not get into that. Um. We'll, we'll leave that at the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here you and I are, like you know, just young and dumb, and you know, and and full of <clears throat> energy. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to complete the actual saying, but like just full of energy and like ready to go out and like, just kind of like explore and, and do our thing. And, um, thing. So Tyree and I had this plan while we were in Berlin that we yes. had these really nice suits that we bought and very nice suits. Very nice. I mean, yeah. they weren't very, really nice. They were kind of cheap, but whatever. yeah, no, they were definitely cheap. I mean, we bought yeah. on a budget, mm-hmm. but you know, in, in, in the low light situations of a lot of these clubs that we were going to, who can tell? Yeah, as long as you don't touch it. Yeah, don't don't touch it. Don't yeah. pull on it. Um, that little string there. Don't worry about that. The whole sleeve will pop off. We're just gonna yeah. hold it together here. Yep. But like we, the plan was, is we were gonna go out and we were gonna pick up chicks in, in Berlin at these clubs, and we were gonna mm-hmm. we were gonna tell them that we were club designers from <laughs> from Miami. It's so stupid. So stupid. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely ridiculous story. Yes, um, it was. Because here I am, like from from Miami, right, Southern Florida, where the sun always shines, unless there's a hurricane, which is all the time too. But like, and here I am, pasty fucking white, like just like <laughs> I, I, I definitely look like I've not been in the sun. You look like you were from Germany. Yeah, um, and you know, and but it worked, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, it didn't work for me. Well, you know, it, it worked, worked for, for me. you. It did. It did. It did. Oh, congratulations. Um, right there on the dance floor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. Now you, you uh, interrupted. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, now you're sorry. Well, what are you going to do? 18 years later. 
18 years later. What do you I was dancing with this girl and things were going swell. Um, swell. And, um, and we were out there just cutting the rug, sl- slipping and sliding. And Tyree comes up and says, give me the key to the room. I'm going back. All mad. Was I drunk? I was probably drunk. I mean, you might have been drunk. Yeah. I figured I, I was better off uh, in the room than in public drunk. Yeah. At that point. No, I remember telling that girl, though. I remember telling her. She's like, so so, what brings you to Germany? And then, you know, I told her the whole lie. Mm-hmm. And and she's like, yeah, but, like, why Germany? And, like, t- I just laid it on. I was like, listen, everybody on this planet knows that when it comes to nightclubs, Germany <laughs> knows how to do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and what did I what 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 did I even know about nightclubs anywhere else? Because I'd only been to nightclubs in Germany. You know what it's, I mean? Exactly. This dude's out here selling water to a well with these lies. And... <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, come come to Germany so I can experience the finer things. Yeah, no shit, dude. <laughs> um, but it, you know, it, it's shit like that, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I can't, I can't go out with any of my siblings and do that. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe like my older brother, we could probably pull it off, or even my younger brother, but like definitely my sisters. Um, but you know, it's just, it's a, uh, it's an interesting. Um, so you talk about like, you know, the, these 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 group of friends that we have uh, gravitated um, towards um, and become uh, closer than everybody else in the unit, and. Then you're going off and you're doing just dumb shit like this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, like here we are, eight, to, you know, eighteen years later, still talking about it, still laughing yeah. about it. Um, and I don't know that we ever even told that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I ever told that girl that. I truth. know. I, you probably didn't. You probably did at some point. You <laughs> like sent her a long text message. I don't. I didn't never. I never got a number. What? Yeah, man. Oh man. Well, that's yeah. on you. You can seal a deal, businessman. <laughs> seal a deal, businessman. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. I'm sorry no. if she German girl. If you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, I don't remember how to say I'm sorry in German. Um, uh, es tut mir leid. I guess es tut mir leid. Mir leid. I don't remember. I don't remember that much German. Um, I have decided mean, though, like I, no. I drive an hour to work now, mm-hmm. um, and so in the mornings I'm gonna do my Rosetta Stone lessons and relearn German. That's good, man. I'm not. I don't care. Germany, German, they can keep. It. Uh... <coughs> man, I'm. So no, sorry. I just, I just love the language, man. It's fun. It's. Eh... You never really learned it while you were there. Remember? I, I okay, didn't, I didn't. I didn't try. I, well, I, you know, you mm-hmm. did the whole two week or whatever the hell course head start yeah you you date some german girls so you learn a little bit but for me personally like i'm gonna sound like an idiot and either you're gonna dig it or you're not and you're probably not gonna understand what i'm saying so i'm just gonna speak english and hopefully you'll understand well that's the <clears> fucked up way to think back then and that's how i thought and that was terrible i wish i had learned I mean- for sure, man. And I, I think about that too. Like, oh, I must sound dumb when I speak this language. But then we think about like, um, I, we have a huge Hispanic population where I live. And, mm-hmm. you know, when they, English is not their first language. Um, I have friends that are, um, they, that are English uh, second language. And whenever they speak, they speak with a heavy accent. They don't feel embarrassed. 
right? Yeah. Because English or English isn't their first language, but they know the language. Exactly. You know I mean? that, that's so dope. Like we're I'm I'm so dumb when it comes to that. Like mm-hmm. I was so immature when it came down to like trying to learn the language of the, the place that I'm in. Mm-hmm. It's like what a what a jerk. I, yeah. I, I can I can straight up admit that. Like I should have tried a little bit harder to 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 learn German things. Mm-hmm. Like I I explained before. Uh, I didn't really eat at a lot of German restaurants. They had McDonald's more than anything. Yeah. I, how much food did I miss out on? Like all good places to go visit because I was too busy being a dumbass. Yeah. No, that's true, man. Now yeah. I remember. I remember one time where. If you knew a little bit of German, it would have uh, it would have you would have benefited. Do you remember that time at Tabasco's? Uh, explain. Uh, this would have been pretty early on, I think. No, this is two thousand three, so I was back with. Um, was I back with her? I was. I dated this girl named Nadine, um, half Filipino, half German. Yeah, and, Nadine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know and, why I uh, said that. Like, I have no idea why I said it like that. But yeah, no, no idea either. Um, neither here I, nor there. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm still somewhat in contact with her too. Um, like she, she lives back in Germany. She's a kid and all that stuff. But um, we, we follow each other on Instagram. That's how I, I really we, we talk on occasion. But, but anyway, um, we were sitting there in Tabasco's, and you came up to us and you said, "Hey, what is blossom?" Oh, mean? okay. Yeah, okay. I got you. Go ahead. Tell the story. Well, that's all I'm going to say of the story because I'm like, you just said you came up and said, well, what does Blossom mean? And and Nadine told you what it meant. And you were like, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and then, now yeah. I know. <laughs> and now, you know, in case that ever comes back uh, again. I feel like we should probably tell that story completely. That's so uh, we can't leave it. So so cliff cliff uh, cliffhangery. You don't think so? No, no. I explain. So <clears throat> I was downtown in Germany, in Schweinfurt, Germany, and uh, I was drunken, like all the way drunk. And I'm like stumbling my way back to the barracks, walking from Tabasco's, all the way drunk. And uh, I sit down at the bus stop. I'm like, man. I'm just going to wait here, wait on a taxi, and I'll be okay. Because, you know, I'm still new to this drinking thing, and the whole world was spinning. And uh, it was all bad, so I just, you know, have a seat. This girl sits down, a really attractive German chick. Like, oh, trying to hold my shit together and not throw up on her. She's like, oh, speaking, you know, German, 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 blah, 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 blah. And uh, I'm like, yeah, she kind of sounds good. I don't know. Sure. All right. And she's like, Blossom? I'm like, uh, oh, no, man, I'm full. I had enough. And uh, <laughs> no, no thanks. I'm good. <laughs> I think, uh, I think, I, I, dude, I think I even did the, uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like, like, if you had too much to drink and then somebody offers you another drink and then, like, you almost throw up a little bit in your mouth. <laughs> that's what happened to me when she said Blossom and I didn't understand that and then I uh, go back to the bar because I'm like I just wait and wait for you guys and uh, explain it and uh, I'm like damn I wish I had uh, learned German German <clears throat> so I just looked it up right Blossom yes. B- B-L-A-S-E-N yes and <clears throat> Blossom 
is the translation for blow. Yes. So oh, she could have been off Nico Cave. I mean, I just realized that too. But from what Nadine said, it was an offering of something else. Mouth, um, mouth sex. Ma- <laughs> yeah. Hot mouth. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, or she could have been because if you're sitting there drunk, you know, looking like you're out of it, she might have been asking if you wanted to hit the slopes. Oh man, yes. Yeah. Thank God I didn't. Uh, thank God I didn't know German. And good thing I kind of dipped up out of there. I mean, maybe she could have been trying to get me to you know, do drugs. She could have. Yeah, she could have some been lines of coke. You. Do some lines of coke off the uh, old old uh, truck bench, uh, bus bench. <laughs> yeah. You say that like that's a saying somewhere. Yeah, that's what it is. The old line of coke off the bus, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that it's line of coke off a of hooker's ass, but you know, whatever. Whatever. I mean, whatever you got to do your coke off of. For sure. I mean, you know, uh, nothing less than a hundred dollar bill. That's <laughs> broke, man. It was a dollar. It was fucking five. It was a it was Lincoln. That's a Lincoln McDonald, McDonald's straw. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but no, I I was an, I was a, of the mindset that like you know I'm gonna be in Germany and um I should learn their language. But I was already interested in German thanks to you know Rammstein being popular in the late '90s. Um, oh. So I was I already knew a bit of German um when I got over there. So everything that we learned in Head Start, you know, like how to say hello, how to say where is, how to introduce yourself, um, mm-hmm. account the days of the week, the months of the year, all that stuff. Like I already knew how to say all that stuff. You already knew that going over there, yeah. Or the oh, okay, la di da. Yeah, la di da. I did. I did struggle with a few things. Um, like to say "I want" in German is um, "Ich möchte," and oh, yeah. the "o" with the umlaut, the two dots over it. Like I really struggled with that um, in class. And I remember we were out at the rock corner, um, or the one that's right next to the rock corner. And I asked the bartender, I said, hey, listen, so I'm in this class. I'm trying to learn your language. And um, the word is, how do I say I want? Like, I want a beer. He's like, oh, you say eins Bier bitte. I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. I understand, like, eins Bier bitte. But, like, how do I say that I want a beer? And he, oh, okay. So you say, ich möchte eins Bier bitte. And as he said it, like, I'm, I'm a little drunk. And I'm like, ich or ich, depending on where you are in Germany. Mershta, Mershta, Mershta. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I sound like some dumbass from Arkansas. No, Mershta, Mershta. He's like, oh yeah, genau, 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 Mershta. And I was like, oh okay, so that's it, Mershta. He's like, yeah. So the next day we go to class, and so I tell the teacher, I'm like, so I learned how to say your word in a bar last night, <laughs> drunk. <laughs> was it? Uh, well, who was the teacher? Was it Frau Hest? That sounds right. Yeah, the lady. I, yeah. yeah, 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 the lady. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I knew I already like you know I, I knew I, I we learned what uh, what was it? Uh, I'm an American soldier in in Germany. Do you remember to say that? Yeah. Uh, let me think about it. I'll come back. Come back to me. Come come back to me. Circle circle back around. Yeah, I, it's your turn again. It's your turn again. I don't remember. I don't recall. No, I don't no. know the answer to this question, but I will find it out and I will get back to you later. That's a good. That's a good solid board answer. Damn right. Um, ich bin einer Amerikaner Soldat in Deutschland. Is it einer or eins? Eine? Einer? I think it's eine. Yeah. Einer. Einer Soldat. Whatever, man. It sounds too aggressive. It's too Soldat. Soldat. 
too less. <clears throat> Too crazy for me. Zolda. You know, I, I always thought that was interesting because people would say, like, you know, German is a very harsh language, right? Like, uh, and you see the videos that, you know, on YouTube or you know, circulate social media mm-hmm. where they tell you, like, you know, they, they talk about like a butterfly um, in various languages. Um, you know what I mean? And uh, I can't remember how, how, how butterfly is said in all those languages, but. But then it gets to German, and it's just it's it just sounds so angry and <laughs> shitty and not pretty at all. Like butterfly in German, Schmetterling. You know what I mean? Like, and <clears throat> obviously you can say it with force and be like Schmetterling. You know? Yeah, um, that's funny. But it doesn't sound like I remember this uh, one of the one of the only pickup lines that I ever learned in Germany uh, was "Du hast schöne Augen." Du hast schöne Augen. And it's uh, it, you you have beautiful eyes, but it's 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 do have schöne Augen like who like I don't know man it just doesn't doesn't have the same appeal as like something you know to you would say in Spanish you know I don't know how you say that in Spanish but mm-hmm. so but like you, you would talk to some Germans, um, and you would get that like that uh, that kind of aggressive sound out of it, but then you would talk to other Germans and it was just very dainty. I think it's the dialect of the uh, where you where you were raised for the most part, right? Like some some folks from the east side sound different from folks from the west side in Germany. Yeah, and that's definitely true. Like where we like when we went to Berlin, you know, saying instead of saying ish or ich, they would just say ich. It was mm-hmm. uh, harder on some of those um, on some of the pronunciations. Um, but I, so I, I I got told by some girls who lived down in. Uh, Munich, they said that I had uh, a very Bavarian accent when I spoke German because I said ich instead of ich. Oh, I'm um, like, well, I learned this shit in Trevor. What the fuck you want from me? You should be yeah, out here well, learning. Yeah, well, no, yeah, no, they weren't, they weren't complaining, but like, yeah. I remember they were sitting there talking and like in German, the two of them. Mm-hmm. And we were waiting, I think we were waiting on, on Nate to come back because uh, it was two chicks that he had met and then I was the addition. Um, but we were waiting for him to come back from the barracks for something with something. And um, they were sitting there talking back and forth about how their car had broke down and, and all this other stuff. And I was like, Oh dang, man, your car's broke down. That sucks, dude. And they're like, you understand German. And I'm like, I mean, I, I get the gist of it, you know, mm-hmm. like you know, you, when you learn a language, you know what I'm saying? You're like, you, you, you're picking up on like certain words and then, you know, you can, you can, you can piece together the the picture based off of like some key words. Like if I said, you know, my auto is kaput, you know, you'd be like, yeah. okay, I know, I know what auto means. It sounds like auto and I know what kaput is. Um, mm-hmm. So car is broken down. Um, so then you got to figure out like, well, you know, you, you know how to say like, you know, mine is mine. Right. So you can just piece it all together and be like, Oh he's, yeah. yeah. Car is broken. Yeah. All right. Yay. <clears throat> like I got, I got it, nothing. Bro. I got approached by a homeless guy and he said, uh, you know, we were, we were walking down the street, um, smoking all sorts of stuff. And he walks up to us and he says, uh, I've been for you a And I'd never heard that sentence ever in my life, but I knew And I, that means you have a lighter, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 See, yeah, yeah, I know some shit. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. It's just all about being able to piece it together. So you think like, even as adults, like whenever we learn a language, like we're learning it the way we did learn mm-hmm. the way we learned English as a child, like bits and pieces of it yeah. at a time until we become fluent. Definitely want to give a hat to shout out to folks who speak other languages fluently because it's mm-hmm. not easy. God damn, it's just hard stuff. No, you know, and that's one of my uh, one of my favorite things that people outside of America can say. Can one of the one of the hates that they can have on us is like, 
Americans think that we're so much better than everybody else, but we only know one language. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's true. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, um, we only know one language. Like, we are so... I'm not, I'm not anti-American. Y'all should know this, but like we, we get so caught up in ourselves that like we think everybody else should learn English wherever we go. Yeah. Um, we're, and the, that's we're, not, the, we're the center of the universe, right? Yeah. Right. Um, and it is very, um, what is it like ethnocentric where, you know, we think that we are the center of things and, you know, and, and that's not to say that when we were in Germany, they didn't know English, but like we're in language. Yeah. I did get yelled at though. You remember when we got in that taxi cab in Berlin? Um, no. Uh, what happened with that? Me, you, and Paige got into a cab. We told him what we wanted to go to, and the dude just fucking yelled at us, man. Just went off on us, man. Um, like I told him, I, I told him where we wanted to go in German. Mm-hmm. I felt I felt comfortable enough with my German at the time to be able to like communicate um, like that. So I know what I said wasn't wrong, and this dude just like. I mean, he's, he called us all assholes, um, stupid Americans, shit like that. So, like, we quickly bailed out of his cab and got into the one behind him. I was going to say, we didn't stay in that taxi. We, no. Thank God yeah. we, yeah, they keep our shit, you know, fuck yeah. that guy. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, and I, I, you know, I had some German friends and they were like, you know, when, when you go to places, like, there are some places that want you to, you know, learn the language. And then there are other places that just you know, would rather you not even try because they know you're not going to be there or they think that you're making fun of them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so. That's I mean, my I, thing is I don't want people to think I was making fun of them. Yeah. Because I'm doing this. I'm such, you know, I'm so terrible at this. I don't want you to think I'm like fucking with you. Right. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, continuing on with this. Mm. Uh. Well, no, we won't even go into Iraq stuff because we've been through there a million times I mean, we already. We don't really talk about the holidays in Iraq, though. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Because when we did it, we did the holidays still happened, right? And we're they, you know at this time we're deployed to combat. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, and really, I guess the only real holidays that would have been, you know, the big family-oriented ones would be Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I was actually home for R and R on Thanksgiving. Oh, it's good on you. Yeah. Um, but you know, and, and, and like, there's an, who, I can't remember who mentioned it in a previous episode, but even when you're home, you know, you're worried about everything going on back in Samara. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, you're home, but you feel guilty for being there because you're not back in the, back in the ship with the boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't remember, I don't really don't remember enjoying that Thanksgiving all that much um, just because, you know, I was too focused on getting back. And I think I, I ended up coming back like a few days after Thanksgiving. I actually would have been around, around this weekend when I came back to Germany or to Iraq. Man, I was fucking terrified coming back because I thought that that would be the last time that I saw my family, you know. I was doing okay. I made it through, you know, the majority of this fucking deployment. And now leave's going to come up, and now I got to come back to this shit. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Holy fuck. That was the only time where I felt like a fucking a coward a little bit. What? uh, When did you go on leave? Um, I want to say it was was just before uh, uh, Baton Rouge. So... September? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, I think you were home for my birthday. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think I remember giving you shit about that. Like, you get to go home on my fucking birthday? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm like, yeah, yeah. But that, that whole shit was like, uh, yeah, that was, that was my feelings about it. Like, if I'm lucky enough to go home and see my family this one time for these few weeks, and that'll be the end of it. I'm like, as soon as I land back in German, uh, Schwein, or, um, fucking, uh, Iraq, Samara, the whole shit's just, I'm gonna get hit by a missile. Just me. <laughs> yeah. The second I hit the ground, because that's how things work out, but, you know, obviously it didn't, but the, the dumb shit that you think of when you, yeah. when you miss family and shit like that, it's, it's crazy. I never, I don't remember really having that, that thought process. So, because I thought, you know, by the time I got to go home for R and R, you know, we'd already been through so much in Iraq mm-hmm. that you know, I kinda I kind of had this like um, you know, it's <clears throat> definitely not a healthy mindset when you're in combat, but like an invincibility mindset. Like, you know, like we'd already been through so much and like we, you know, had so few casualties and you know, our platoon alone had, you know, taken the the brunt of all of it. Um you know, we were, we were, you know, we were there the entire time in, in Brassfield or in Samara. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going back in, in, in my head. I'm like, okay, like I'm, I'm rejuvenated. You know, I've been home. It's time to go back and fuck things up. Um, and oh, I was, no, I, I was ready to get back <laughs> over there. Yeah. No, I, in my head, man, it was, uh, I'm rejuvenated. It's going to get cranked up to 10. And I'm going to fucking get shot in the face immediately. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean that that Thanksgiving it was still kind of the same thing though. Like I was talking about earlier, we're like, yeah, I, I in, instead of fl- flying back from Germany, you know, I'm flying back nine time zones from from Iraq, you know, and I literally was just in combat. Um, you know, like we were, you know, I think we had some type of you know firefight like the week before, you know, Baton Rouge kicked off October first, and then mid November, a month and a half later. Like I'm coming home for R and R, yeah, and uh, and we had had you know small skirmishes here and there, and so I'm going home from that, or you know going from Iraq, you know with all that going on back home, and it's night and day, and I, I got to deal with people like you know, hey, come out and come out and see us, won't you? Come on, man. Yeah. No. But uh, what did your family uh? feel about you being back home during that time i mean, I mean they, i'm sure they're happy but you know yeah. at, at some point you have to leave again yeah i mean there was definitely a lot of talk of like you know do you have to go back what if we just uh what if you just didn't go back you know things like that you know what i mean and, um i don't know if that was ever mentioned seriously but um you know i do remember you know that coming up and like no i'm not a deserter i'm not about that life like i'm I'm gonna go back and do my job because that's what i signed up for even if i did sign up before the war Mm -hmm. uh but i mean it was definitely a lot of sad faces and and all that stuff but um i don't know man i uh i wasn't i wasn't too worried about it though like i i i I had it in my head that i knew that 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 i was coming home and uh you know and i did Obviously, yeah. Obviously, it worked out. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I remember that Christmas though. I was just gonna say the Christmas at Uvani was uh, different. Yeah, 
Um, I, I know there's pictures from that floating around. Yeah. Not, not because anything weird happened. It was just people posing with shotguns and wearing Santa hats. Yeah. Shit like, like that. A small tree somewhere. I think Mike <laughs> says he still has that tree. Really? That's what he said. No shit. Yeah. Um, I think I think we were, you know, with it being Christmas, right? And, you know, depending on how you want to look at, at the global war on terror, you know, is it a, a, a war against terrorism or is it your religion versus my religion? Is it a war for weapons of mass destruction? Is it a war for oil or whatever the fuck, right? But mm-hmm. we were definitely expecting, like even during Ramadan, we were expecting a lot of a lot of fighting and stuff. Um, and uh, I know that we kind of backed off during Ramadan a little bit, uh, or I feel like we did, um, to kind of you know allow allow the people there to to do their thing during their holidays. But I do remember, and there's a picture of it. Um, shit being spray painted on things all over town talking about like, you know, we're going to get you on Christmas or ho, 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 or whatever it was. Yeah. I remember. Um, So we were, I think we were expecting um, some bad shit to go down on Christmas, you know, especially when, you know, our major fight was Easter Sunday and that could have been a coincidence, but maybe not. Mm -hmm. Um, And various other holidays throughout, but because I know we had some stuff to go down on Mother's Day. I know we had stuff go down on Father's Day. I don't think that we had anything go down on July 4th. Um, nothing significant anyway, not where we were. But um, <clears throat> I think we were anticipating some stuff on Christmas. And I don't, I don't, I really don't remember anything on Christmas Day, actual, like the actual day, but um, no. uh, may, maybe rockets or mortars, but nothing super, super crazy. Um, yeah, I don't kinda... think it was anything too nuts uh, for those particular days, which is really weird. Like you're saying, we were like super on alert because every other holiday seemed like it was a it was a it was a spark point for something. Another thing that was, I wish I could talk to, you know how we are talking. I wonder if there's a person on the other side, the enemy side or the Iraqi side, two guys sitting there having a conversation about podcasts in their time. <laughs> Like I would, I wonder if they <clears throat> they did that shit on purpose when they fucked with us on holidays, or was that just like you said, just a coincidence? Because yeah, it seemed man. like every fucking holiday, except you know for whatever reason, Christmas and Thanksgiving, really, that uh, shit didn't happen. It was weird. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, that would be a, an interesting parallel, wouldn't it? Like if there's there's two guys in Samara or mm-hmm. somewhere, you know, they have a podcast, you know, and. It's called "Before I Forget." Be- yeah. Before, before we forget, but mm-hmm. obviously in Arabic. Let me reflect, or some shit like this. <laughs> yeah, as I recall. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that, That's that funny. Pretty funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you remember when you know uh, we used to fight those dudes on their holidays? <clears throat> like, yeah, we were kind of we were kind of dicks, man. Honestly, that was, that was a dick move, Ahmed. No. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Me. Yeah. If. if <laughs> If you guys are listening, from Ahmed and Muhammad, mm-hmm. we are sorry. We're so sorry. We're so sorry. Mm-hmm. To that I say, okay. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> I got you. Don't worry about it. Everybody's um, down. Yeah, high five. Yeah. Hey. Hey, we did it. <laughs> All right. we, found, we got peace in the Middle East. We did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, now, I remember for that, that, that Christmas, though, I mean, I remember they brought out... Um, because you know how the army does, right? Like holidays are holidays, and they try and treat them special. So they brought us out 
um, a special meal. I think we had crab legs. Shit, yeah. Nice little piece of steak, too. Yeah. You know, that's the holidays, man. Uh, crab legs and, and steak. In the military, um, on the, in deployments and stuff, like crab legs and steak. That's, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the fix. Yeah. <laughs> the Band-Aid. Yeah, that's the Band-Aid. On, oh, we didn't give you beef. hot feed, food for, you know, two weeks? Yeah. Hot steak and yeah. some crabs. And, and then you know, that's it. Never and that's, again. Re- and, and that's exactly. And that's really the thing, man, because... You know, in 04, you know, we were, were eating a lot of MREs and um, I know we were buying uh, things off the economy, like bread and stuff, um, you know, and, 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 and obviously we had things mailed to us, but we were eating a lot of MREs. We very rarely had a lot of hot meals, especially out at Ivani, because, you know, they didn't want to bring log pack out or for the longest time, they couldn't get anything up uh, the main supply route to Brassfield or anything north of there because of IEDs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Too damn dangerous. Um, yeah, so we you know, there was a period that we didn't get mail. Uh, we uh, almost ran out of bottled water um, at our at our fob. <clears throat> uh, we never we we didn't get water honestly, like for showering and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we ever really talked about that, but like I tell people all the time, like, yeah, I think for that whole year, I maybe had forty showers, maybe, and that's including coming home on 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 R and R. It's just uh, we just didn't have the water to shower. Uh, you got really good at cleaning yourself with a one liter bottle of water, man. Like you hit the yeah. four essentials. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Arm, armpits, asshole, crotch, and teeth. You know what I mean? That's all you needed. Ugh. And just and just like George Carlin says, it's uh, it's faster if you use the same brush. <laughs> That's fucking gross. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but hey, man, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if that didn't happen on accident once or twice. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, you know, you know, as dirty as, as we were, like, what does it matter at that point? Fuck it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, uh, no, you know, so we, we would rarely get hot meals. Um, so, you know, sometimes we would, sometimes we wouldn't, you know, or we have MREs or whatever. We had yeah. a lot of ramen noodles. I remember making ramen noodles, putting the, the dry noodles in a water bottle with water in it and then miking it. The bottle would shrink in the microwave. Um, and, and, and know what I know now about like how bad plastics are for you and like you should not you should absolutely never ever ever microwave food in plastic containers or styrofoam containers ever yes. because it releases all of the carcinogenic uh, materials that are in that plastic into your food and then you just eat it down but like mm-hmm. fuck man like I think that was the least of our concerns at the time but we'll we'll see yeah. the uh, we'll see the the long term effects of that I'm sure yeah I was just about to say you know, don't worry about that when we're going to go and burn shit and roll around in uh, nuclear waste in a little bit so fuck yeah it. irradiated dirt and burning yeah. shit and explosions and bullets yeah yeah yeah. Well, I'm not. Whoa, the, whoa, the bottle in the eat? microwave isn't a. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. That's too far. Yeah. I'm sorry. Are you gonna serve me my food on a styrofoam plate? You son of a bitch. Do you know how unhealthy <laughs> this is for you? <laughs> it's smoking that's... smoking anywhere from two to four packs a day. Not an exaggeration either. No, not an exaggeration. There were some. There were some days, man, where like I never. I never didn't have a cigarette lit in my mouth. Yeah. They, you, your, your clothes smell like it. Your pockets smell like it. You had like bits of tobacco in your pockets. You went through lighters like shit. Fucking. Uh, but, I mean, all that was going on and we still managed to have a somewhat 
in my eyes, okay kind of Christmas with with all of our guys uh, at Ubani. I, I dug it. Yeah, I, I cherish yeah. those those moments and those pictures because I'm like, shit. I mean, we went through a lot of shit. Some of those good dudes are no longer here with us no anymore. Um, but you know, those yeah. memories are we're gonna have those forever. And that's never, ever, ever, ever gonna go away. Yeah, especially man. now since we got it on tape. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I, uh, I, I, I will say so. It was uh, we did have a little like a foot and a half tall Christmas tree um, in one of the rooms. I think it sat on top of the microwave, right next to my bunk. Um, and like you said, like people walked around in Santa hats, posing with shotguns and whatnot. Like, I mean, like your typical soldier deployed picture. But you know, or playing. Uh, we had the little. Uh, I know we had uh, at Uvani, like somebody brought out a ping pong table. Yeah, that was um, cool. So we were playing. We would play. We would play ping pong, but that would get really boring because it's just slow and stupid. So instead, we'd play. Uh, uh, what, what did I call it? Like uh, pong pong bat or something like that, where you like try to hit the ball as hard as you can at somebody. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Fucking up the balls so we can't use them anymore. Yeah, like so yeah. many busted balls. Fucking asshole. <clears throat> or uh, you know, playing chess. I know we had. I know we had a chess set out there. Mm-hmm. But matter of fact, I think there's a picture somewhere of 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 Keith playing chess with somebody. Really, looking find it. Yeah, yeah. I have to look through my old pictures. I know I've got. I know I've got quite a few from that time frame. Uh, for whatever reason, I. Um, for those of you that don't know what I look like, I'm a six foot two white guy with um, dirty blonde hair. Right. Well, what's left with of it? some I'm, hair with I'm, some dirty. Blonde I'm. Hair. <laughs> it's receding and thinning. But back then, I had more of it. You know, I had I had most all of my hair. Um, and I can grow a beard. It just takes a couple of months before it starts to look decent. But like my mustache comes in kind of blonde, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of my beard kind of comes in like a brown or a, a, a you know a darker black or even like shades of red in places. But my mustache comes in almost completely blonde. And for whatever reason, during this time frame, I decided that I was going to grow that out. And even up close, you can barely see it. But in one of these pictures, I, I, I got to notice and I was like, huh. <laughs> There's kind of a mustache there. It looks fucking stupid. You sure you just weren't dirty? I mean, I could. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely dirty at the time, but <laughs> I feel like there was hair there, and maybe that's maybe that's why I can see the mustache in the picture because it was dirty. I remember I tried to grow a mustache once, and Sargil was like, "That shit looks stupid." I'm like, all right, <laughs> you're all right. You won. Now fucking just gone. Get that shit off your face. <laughs> no, it wasn't. The, I don't think he said it looked stupid. I think it was like uh, I cut it improperly, and I'm like, I couldn't trim it properly so i'm like fucking i just keep it off make things easier yeah yeah and now i have to shave all the time well back when i was lapd which is very annoying when you have yeah. to shave every day because your face starts growing all of a sudden years yeah, and man. years of no facial growth and then all of a sudden i'm, just, I'm a hairy man yeah i only have to shave once a month for drill but if I had it my way, I would never shave my face again. <laughs> Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I, I'm actually going to not shave for a little bit and see how it works out. So just, just see. Yeah, man, grow it out. Yeah, I'll uh, chronicle the uh, progression on fucking our uh, Facebook page. I don't think anybody there wants to see that. No one gives a shit. You're right, but yeah. you know it's content. There's only there's only like twelve people that actually like it. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of nine hundred people, 
905. Five. Yeah. Five people. Hey. And we and we whoa, appreciate whoa, whoa. We're the fuck here out laughing. Of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking I appreciate it. I do. Yeah. I get frustrated sometimes. Like, hey, you know, it's a lot of people in here. Nobody's saying anything. <clears throat> Which is really weird. I know we're way off subject now, but have you looked at some of the uh some of the posts from other people from um like shared pages on our stuff? No. It's, it's very awkward. There's a lot of people from different countries who wish us luck in their own language and then oh, that's cool. steal yeah. our identities. I, <laughs> I've already found a couple uh, knockoff pages with uh, our pictures on them. Oh, really? Which on is Facebook? Cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you a link. Huh. I mean, I get, I get, I get knockoffs like constantly on Instagram. Like there's, there's one now, Scotty Johnson. Um, I even called that dude out and our mm-hmm. person and, uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, I used to, used to, I would like report them, you know, and be like, you know, post it up on my Instagram story so people can report it too, and then, and then whatever. But it just has gotten to the point where it's just, there's, what's the point? Why what though? What, what is the? Why do they do that? It doesn't make any sense. I don't even know. Make so it, look- make it make sense to me, because I mean, you motherfuckers <laughs> out there who do this shit, like, why do you? What is the reason that you? Take mm-hmm. somebody else's picture, change the name slightly, tweak it mm-hmm. to make it your own. But it's still, I mean, what the fuck? It, it's <clears throat> the fakest shit ever. Like, why would you want to steal someone else's memories and stories and, and push them at, off as your own for life? Yep. You're a fucking asshole. I hope you get fucking, I hope you step on the nail, rusty nail. <laughs> it It is really weird, though. So, like, the, the most recent one, I think you saw it, right? I think, yeah, you commented on it. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? You know, had what two or three pic- the, the main profile picture is me. Um, I'm drinking coffee and I'm, and I'm wearing my modern army combatives program uh, t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And but then the the posted pictures are definitely not of me. I think one of them was my living room. Um, I have a, a Betsy Ross flag hanging in my living room, and one of the posts was that. And then this really old man, like this big shaggy white beard, smoking a cigarette, and like man. You know what I mean? Like you're not even trying at this point, but like, yeah, it is. It is really weird that like, why steal, you know, some of my photos and then not even do anything? They have a handful of followers, and I'm sure they're fake accounts as well. But mm-hmm. um, oh, that just, too, man. There's so many fake accounts on everything. So many. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, it's really. It really is interesting. Um, I know for the longest, um, I would have people steal my stuff, and they were legit scamming people. Like I spoke with one of them. Like, um, a girl contacted me and said that she was being scammed by somebody using my photos and she gave me access to her account. And so I was able to talk to this person as her. So wow. I was basically cat- catfishing this person that was catfishing her as me. Mm. Um, and I got to talking to him and, uh, you know, I don't, I mean, I guess they just figured it out or I ended up telling them, say, Hey man, like I know you're fake because your the pictures that you're using are li- literally me. Like I'm using this girl's account to talk to you. What the fuck is wrong with you? And the guy told me, so he was, the, the story he was selling her was like, you know, it was like, I'm a deployed soldier somewhere in Africa. We don't have any power and we're not getting paid. Um, and can you please send me like a $50 Amazon card or a PlayStation card? What? Yeah. I was like, well, first of all, how do you, if you don't have power, how are you on your phone? Yeah. What the fuck are you asking for a PlayStation card for? Yeah, right. You got no what, power, what, no internet, that. motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. We can do that. Um, and then, uh, 
So I told him, I was like, you need to take this, you need to delete this account and stop stealing my shit. And he was like, if you send me a $50 Amazon card, I'll delete the account. I was like, get the fuck out of here, man. Scamming to the end. You know what I mean? Always a hustle, man. Always yeah. a hustle. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I guess you can't really hate on it, but I mean, it's, yeah, it's just annoying. Yeah, you can hate on it. That's fucking lame, dude. I don't uh, like right. that shit, period, man. I, I hate the fact that I could be talking to somebody who I think is a friend of mine on social media, and then all of a sudden, this shit happened to me just a couple... Like, last week, a friend of mine had her, uh, like, a childhood friend. She danced with my cousin, um, like, dance recitals and shit like this. So, you know, I keep up with her. Mm-hmm. Family friend. And I went on Facebook, and she sent them, or somebody posing as her sent the message, like, hey, what's up, my dude? Come buy some of this. Uh, I'm like, what the fuck? You don't even talk like that. <laughs> like, this shit don't make any sense. This lady goes to church all the time. What the fuck are you talking about? What's up, my dude? Like, man, up, who, my the, dude? Who, who the fuck is this really? <laughs> and then I hit her up, and I'm like, I think somebody hacked this stuff. And she's like, yeah, they hacked it, and they, they, they're holding it for ransom. Like, who, how lame yeah. are you that you do things like that? Like, how lame is your life that you have to steal ours? Yeah, no, I, I mean, you're right, you're right. But I guess what I'm saying is, is like, Obviously, like when it comes to like having a presence on on social media, you want to you know keep in mind operational security, right? So don't put out a lot of like personal identifying information, um, and you want to keep in mind like you know cybersecurity, right? So change your passwords often and make them completely random shit. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then um, if you if you need to post pictures of you know of your face or whatever, like watermark them somehow. Like you know put it in your story first, type in your username, you know overlay it on the, on the photo, and then post that. Um, you know, so that, you know, if that photo is used somewhere, then, you know, people can trace it back to the original account. Yeah. But, but why if, the fuck do I got to do this shit at, at this point in life? No, I know. <laughs> I know, man. And that's just what it is, man. I mean, if, 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 if there's a new thing introduced, there's going to be a way to ex- exploit it or, you know, scam on it. But if you're one of those, if you're one of those people, and I've been contacted by quite a few folks, um, in various countries, um, and, and to include our own, but like in various countries that were that got scammed by people, and you know, like one lady from Brazil told me that uh, she was Whoa, ready. Dude, Brazil. Yeah, no lie. She told me you got, that she you was... got that face they like. It's an international face. They scan yeah. through and they're like, "I like that one. I'm gonna be yeah. Kevin Kevin Johnstone." Yeah, right. Um, <clears throat> no, she told me that like she had her plane ticket bought, um, and. Uh, and she's waiting on the final word from me or, you know, quote unquote me, but she was leaving her husband and kids. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> to come to the U S she had her visa and everything to come to the U S and, and do a 90 day fiance kind of situation. And I told her, it was like, first of all, ma'am, um, that person is not me. Wow. I am me. And you, I can I can assure you that I do not want you to come to America to do the 90 day fiance. That's just not a thing. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Secondly, you were ready to leave your uh, husband and kids. You're yeah, just man. as shitty as this fucking scammer. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Like, uh, there's really there's you a parallel suck. here. <laughs> yeah, you definitely brought that karma on, man. Like you that now you need to because apparently she had already told like the husband that like, hey, I'm I'm, I'm rolling out with this, oh. with, this with this dude. Now she got to turn around and face the music. And, you know, and obviously, like, with all the scams and shit that go on on social media, like, you have to kind of wonder, like, was that person even telling the truth? Were they really a scammer? You know, were they working their way to trying to get something from me? 
Um, hey man, you never know. You never know. Mm-hmm. That's nuts, dude. Mm-hmm. I can uh first of all, I guess you know, I it don't happen to me. You know, Kevin, you're an attractive dude. You're a white guy. Oh shucks. Shit works out for you. Not like <laughs> no, nah, I won't say that. You have a face <laughs> that is that is marketable for folks, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking Every time I look at you, your Instagram, I'm like, God damn, like, uh, he has a face that works for folks. And then there's like a lot of likes, and I'm like, yeah, you know, that's cool. And then, you know, but I know the flip side of that is there's some weirdo out there looking at these same pictures, like, yeah, he's real handsome. I'm gonna steal his whole identity and his whole shit. Yeah. And well, I can right now, and let's say there's a picture of you and I, matter of fact, the, the picture of you and I that I posted, right? Uh, mm-hmm. when we in Germany. It's got 286 likes on it. Mm-hmm. And it's been it's been saved seven times. Yeah, who does that? Why? By, the, by who? Yeah. Exactly. By who? Who is saving that? You know what I'm saying? Some, somebody in Brazil. If you scroll further down, right? Um, a, a picture that I posted on September 12th has 381 likes on it. And it has been saved 13 times. And it's a picture from the ODA house. Oh, the one where you're sweaty. Well, the one where I look dirty and shit. Yeah, dirty as yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. It's been saved 13 times. It's been sent to somebody twice. The the one of me and you has been has been sent to somebody twice as well. Man, you got a stalker, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's it's weird. You know what I mean? Like it's why? Like the 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 matter of fact, the picture of me and my niece on uh we had a joint birthday celebration thing, it's been saved once. By who? Christopher Johnson from the Congo is using <laughs> your information right now. Yeah, and he's celebrating, uh, you know, family family pictures with his fake ass fucking. Yeah, uh, it's so frustrating, man. I hate it so much. I wish I could. I wish I could sit down and talk to these people. <clears throat> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I'm telling you, man, like it's it's a really interesting place. But what's even crazier is like some of the pictures that I would expect to be saved by some of these people or like some of the, you know, um, uh, more sexually frustrated people on my following list because <laughs> uh, those people exist, too. Um, if you're one of them, sorry for calling you out like that. But like, like, you know, call it what you want. Like there's a picture of me laying in bed with my, with my chihuahua. Right. And he's just laying on my shoulder and I'm not wearing a shirt. So it's full on man nipple. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I hear being the thirst trap of these bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, <clears throat> you gotta do what you gotta, The hustle never ends. Right. It's Word. not been saved. It's not been saved one time. Wow. So I'm a little offended by that, honestly. Right. Right. Cause, Cause they, they, want that, the, that, they, they want that good sentimental stuff, man. That is that is good sentimental stuff. I'm laying in bed with my tiny chihuahua who has diabetes and is missing an eye and a gallbladder and testicles. Well, you you know the 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 minutia of it all when it comes down to that picture. They don't know. They just see this guy in the bed and they're like, ah, I don't want that picture. I want the one of him holding uh, hugging his mother. Yeah, psychos. No, it's 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 just really it's really interesting though. Like um, the things that people will save on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and reuse. Social um, media is a weird ass place, man. Yeah, it is, man. Every now and then, I'm like, "Fuck, I wish I didn't even have it." But I like to keep up with folks, so it's like, eh. 
I don't think I would be able to. We would be able to have this show if if we didn't have social media, which is you know double edged sword. Like yeah, we, really, we, yeah, I hate it, but it's hard to not function without it at this point. No, I mean it, it really is, man. I mean, um, you know, a friend of mine she talks about she she's she's pretty anti social media and stuff, and she does pretty good about not having a presence on there. I mean, she does for work, but that's it, you know. And um, her son, you know, she's got him in school and, you know, she likes, she likes learning the old way where a teacher sits down with a book and a lesson plan and they have things up on the wall and a projector, you know, how we learned. Mm. But now the, you know, the school is telling her, has, has issued him, her son, what is it like a school laptop that he gets to take home uh, every day and he has to do all of his work on there. And she's, she's pretty against it, you know, but and I get it, you know, I, I do, I get it. Like, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to, because when you have such a, a, an online presence, um, you know, like all of these companies are collecting all this data on you, all this information, mm-hmm. they're, they're building this virtual, ver- this virtual version of you. And um, that's why like you can scroll through your Instagram and see, you know, that kind of ads that you see, right? Like I can Google one time, you know, rubberized uh, uh, plate weights. And um, that's all I'll see on my fucking timelines, all these different companies selling that stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's, it really is a double-edged sword though, because at the same time, you, you, you kind of need access to the interwebs to do anything. All of the entertainment is online. I mean, yeah, you can sit down and read a book, but I, I mean, I, I, I get bored easily doing that. Yeah, yeah. I find myself swiping through shit mindlessly on Facebook every now and then. And I'm like, why don't I just stop this and go do something? Go play with my son, for fuck's sake. Stop being a loser. <clears throat> no, absolutely, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... <sighs> I said that wrong. I'm not saying that people who sit on social media all day, they're losers, because there's people who make a ton of money doing it. And we're, you know, we're in it. You know, yeah. we we have a a little spot on the on the internet that we call our own, yeah. and uh, you know, double edged sword. You can't can't live with it, can't live without it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's the gist of it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what are you gonna do? Whack. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. So let's get back to our 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 thing so we can kind of close this out a little bit. Uh, um. What has the holidays been for you, or how have holidays been for you um, after <clears throat> Germany? After uh, everything's all done, you're back, uh, <clears throat> back, back here, man. Um, they were weird at first, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> um, you know you're still adjusting to things and and all of that, but um, you definitely have more of an appreciation. Um, yeah for for family and 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 all those things like now you know i'm saying like you know especially on on my mom's side like my stepdad just passed away um so this was like the first major holiday without him and at first my mom wasn't going to do it but um we got together anyway um you know like my mom and my sister my brother and their kids and um and one of my sister's kids his kid um which is kind of crazy to think about but um so you know, like getting together and doing that stuff. Like I, I, I do love seeing them. Like my oldest brother uh, Scott. Like we did, we didn't grow up together, right? Like he had a different dad, and um, 
and then you know i you know so i and i grew up with my dad so the holidays now are is a time for for us to really get together because we have our, our our lives you know like our, our work lives we live in two different places and our schedules are very different mm-hmm. so it's definitely a great opportunity for for everybody to get together and to see him and to catch up and you know we've been doing a lot more of that over the last few years and being able to see his daughters um and beat, uh, beat them up for the holidays um well, really, it's the my sister's daughter that I you know, beat up on. She beats up on me, though. But that's that's kind of what it becomes about, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, having that time with your family. And I get it, you know what I'm saying? I understand, like, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas and all those other holidays were, like, you know, that are meant to be family get-togethers, uh, family mm-hmm. gatherings. It's easier on those holidays because likely you're not working or whatever, um, unless you find yourself in, like, a blue-collar type job and, and they require those days, which – is a thing, man, and um, good on you because you know, working through the holidays when you have a family is is, is hard. Yeah, but you know, um, you know that's just the time that we're able to to do that. But it's it, that's not to say that we don't try outside of that. Um, but yeah, I, I I would say like the holidays after the military and after deployment and stuff. Um, that you know, it definitely it definitely has a, a bit more of a new meaning, um, and it's mm. it's. It's it's less of a complaint now to have to go from my mom's house to my dad's house, you know, on the holidays or whatever. Because um, I know, that, I mean, they're not going to get together for the holidays, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> they've been split for almost 40 years, yeah. um, you know. But you know, so now it's like, well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll figure out how to see them on these days because, you know, it, it, it means more now. And that's 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 kind of how it is when you when you face any any kind of thing like you know a near death experience or combat or something like that like all of these things have deeper meaning um, like you appreciate them more after the fact you know De- definitely I think for me uh, coming back to my family and the way that things changed only changed because really people passed away. My mm. great grandma passed away. My grandma passed away. My dad passed away. Uncles, uh, my cousin, cousins like my brother passed away. So everything kind of shifts over to, we still have to have some kind of family, something. Yeah. And it's, it's, it gets a little tough on me because, you know, I, I have my family here and it's a lame excuse to why I can't hop in the car and drive and see them. But sometimes I want to try to make these memories from for my kid uh, with me and him, or me and me, him and Sil. Uh, yeah. But I still want him to have those kind of that familiarity with with my family, like I had. Like I wanted <clears> to be able to go to grandma's house, which I, which is now like his grandma's house, my mom's house for Christmas. And you know, open presents, and it's weird now because dad's not there, but yeah, fuck, yeah, man. I mean, and like I said, it definitely gives you a, a greater appreciation, but yeah, that's the thing, man. Is like, I, I fully get like, you know, now that you know, like, you know, if, if I was married and had kids and all that stuff, then yeah, I would want to have our, you know, our, you know, family Christmas or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, you, you know, you just talked about like you know going to family gatherings and your your great grandma's there. Like I, my my family, like we we always wait too long to be able to to have when we have kids, like to 
even know these people, right? So I I never even knew my great grandparents. <clears throat> like my grandpa Johnson died like four or five years before I was even born. And my grandma Johnson, you know, I was maybe twenty five at the time when she passed. But so I mean I knew her and I knew my, my stepmom's grandparents and I knew my mom's grandparents, but mm-hmm. but like I never knew any any of the great ones. So you know, you talk about like with your with your son, like yeah, you want to have like the family holiday, you know, with, with just you guys. But I think it's important to definitely like get the whole family together yeah. and have a big thing out of it. Because I mean, there's a lot of culture there. There's yeah. a lot of history there. There's a lot of stories there mm-hmm. that he's just not going to hear, you know, from your mouth. Right. Like, because it really does take getting together and like, you know, you and your siblings are like you and your mom, like your mom telling a story about her, you know, his dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when, oh, when Tyree was your age, blah, 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 blah. And those are, those are stories like straight from, you know, the source, you know what I mean? As opposed to like a, your version of it, it's their version of it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, like just having that interaction and you, you think about like with the way things are going in our country today with all this division and just all this fucking bullshit, man, it's just people just being so mad at everybody for the smallest of things like families splitting over political beliefs and, and whatever else. It's just, it's, it's insane to me. And, and so you take events like this and that's where you learn that family isn't about like which side of the aisle do you lie on or how Mm -hmm. do you feel about this one thing or this other thing? You know, there's no reason that, you know, shit that's well outside of your control should have any, any bearing on what happens within your family. Instead, these gatherings need to be about like remembering times when, you know, when you were younger or kind of like what we're doing now with this podcast where we talk, we're talking about like, you know, things that we don't want to forget, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's a way to pass down those stories. I mean, that's, that's as a, as a, as a, as a species, as humans, that's how we've always been, right? Like stories have always been handed down. Um, uh, through stories by by telling them, you know what I mean. Yep. And so I think that's just a continuation of that. And so yeah, I mean, like I think I think like when it comes to Christmas, man, like yeah, it's cool to like you know he wakes up and he you know pops out and sees the tree and it's all lit up and shit and there's like wrapped presents and all that stuff. It's got his name on there and he's like, oh shit, I've been waiting for this thing and opens it up and it's actually a pair of socks. And so he mm-hmm. feels that disappointment, but then he goes over to grandma's house and that thing that he's always wanted, bam, it's in that box too, but it's also with a pair of socks. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, but like, it, it's shit like that, though. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that's, you know, that's just, I don't know. I, I think, I think if I grew up with the holidays like that, then I would, be, I would care more about the holidays. Yeah. Well, that's, that's how I grew up with it. It's just, uh, it's just for me, it, it's just harder because there's so many people not there now. Yeah. And it's, it's fucking painful, dude. Fucking, I don't like, uh, it, it sucks having conversations, not not having conversations, but thinking about my pops like that and uh, thinking about my cousin, mm-hmm. fucking thinking about Billy Jack because I have memories of him on uh, holidays, uh, Messer, fucking all that kind of shit. It bothers me. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I, uh, so I And I have a different view on that kind of stuff because as soon as I got to my mom's house, um, they were all waiting on me as usual because uh, I don't I don't understand the definition of punctuality and um, no shit. 
and my mom, you know, she's, she's already sad about things. She breaks down when I come in and she has to excuse herself and everything. And, you know, when my sister-in-law says the prayer and I'm not a religious person. Um, so the, you know, the prayers and all that stuff, it's not really a thing for me. Um, but she, you know, she's breaking down talking about like the people that have been, that, that we've lost and all this other stuff. And I just, don't get me wrong, man. I, I am sad that people are gone out of our lives. Right. But that, that kind of, I mean, I mean, that's, that's it. That's, that's, that's how it, that we're, we're going to be in that same boat, right. We're eventually going to be out of other people's lives. I mean, that's just, that's just the life cycle. But so mm-hmm. I don't know. My thoughts are, I, I'm just glad that I got to have those memories with those people and it's gatherings like this, you know, like for example, um, my sister's son, his daughter, who was just, I think she's like a couple weeks old now, you know, in 10, 15 years from now, she's going to be coming to these same family gatherings. We're going to be telling all these stories and she's named after my stepdad, right? Um, his name was Dell. So her middle name is Dell, Emery Dell. Um, and so she's going to be hearing all these stories about how great of a man he was. And, and that's how he should be remembered. That's how all these people should be remembered. Like, you know what I mean? Like we should be getting together and like, Oh, I remember when, when, when Dell did this or, you know, like, Oh, one of his things that he should, that he always used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, I don't know, man. I think it's, uh, uh, do you read a lot of Dr. Seuss? I mean, I don't mean like the kids books, but like, I mean, he's, he's a, a pretty deep thinker, man. Um, borderline philosopher, if you ask me, but he has this one quote that I really, really liked. Um, <clears throat> And it says, uh, "Don't be cry. Don't cry because it's over. Um, smile because it happened." Yeah. Right. When you, when you talk about these like happy moments, right? Like, oh man, it sucks that this has to end. But yeah, man, like those are those are great memories that you have formed and great bonds with those people that you were there with that you have formed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like like talking about Berlin or like Christmas in Iraq or whatever the fuck you know what I mean. Like, or you know, previous holidays with all of our family members that you know are now gone. Yeah. You know, I mean, we can be sad that they're gone. But we're not doing them any justice. You know what I mean? Yeah, you right about that, man. You gotta remember them and be happy that you that you of all the people throughout, you know, human history, um, you were one of the few that got to experience that person. That's dope. You know what I mean? I love that. That's good, man. <clears throat> That's my wow. thoughts on death. Shit got emotional <laughs> in the end with the show. Uh Gonna have to start shutting this thing down because we're almost done. Uh, yeah. Some quick show notes. We're gonna have some really good people coming up. Um, we're gonna continue to make the show the best way we know how. Uh, please continue to like, listen, subscribe, share it. You know, it, we we tell these stories. Sometimes they're painful. Sometimes they're funny. But we tell these stories because we want you to hear it. We want to not forget about things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's that. Thank you for and listening. I'm not shutting it down. I'm not bad. Go ahead. I, was, I, want, I want to say like, and I hope people that are listening, whenever they hear, the, they hear these stories, that it makes them think about like, you know, it makes it makes you guys think about like, you know, yourself in 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 the same, you know, situation or the same shoes that we're in or have been in or whatever. You know, we're, it is coming up on the holidays and you get depressed because, you know, people aren't there and you don't want to be involved in it. Well, <clears throat> there are still people that are here 
who still want to be involved in it. And it's important to continue those traditions and to tell those stories. You know, yes, it's, it's fine to be sad, but on the holidays, it's absolutely important to get together and keep the memory of these people alive and well and continuing on through the, the generations. Um, so just, just keep that in mind, these, these upcoming holidays. And, um, and again, you know, if, uh, if you still can't handle the holidays because you can't handle your family, um, refer back to our sponsors. <laughs> and uh, Alcohol and marijuana. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, one. man, to everybody listening, uh, happy holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Kwanzaa, fucking whatever. Hanukkah. Whatever you, yeah, whatever you fucking celebrate. We didn't even get into other people who don't even, oh man, we could have got so deep into people who, who aren't deeply religious or aren't Christians going to Iraq or going to Germany and dealing with those kind of holidays. We didn't even hit that up. Hopefully we'll hit some of that up with uh, some, some of the guests we have on yeah, in the sure. future. Yeah. So on that note, thank you for listening to before I forget once again, like, listen, share, subscribe. And uh, I think we will see you guys on Thursday with a new show. Yep. All right. See you later. Later. Later.